1: energy creative flow the ovaries are the light bringers the bringers of joy they generate energy and when we have this reverence there is an empowered quality that we can connect
0: to that is like none other and it is completely you and yours the way that you're talking about it is that it's this regenerative powerful filled with the wellspring of life. The holy grail. holy grail. I'm on board, now what do I do? I've like done this, I've gone close to my yeah. pussy, I I've, I've felt my womb, felt a little bit nauseous, mm-hmm. okay. I wanna clear out whatever trauma, I wanna get super magical by making this womb powerful. What do I do next?
1: Yes, yes, yes. I love this question. So for um, men and women, we're just going to, for everyone, we're just going to kind of speak in a broad way. And so one of the first things that I love that you're saying is just getting in presence with yourself, getting in presence with that, like, oh, yeah, like the spark and feeling that and then carrying that uh, light, because I feel like your ovaries, like even just talking about it, I have this shaman friend, anyway, she's got some things uh, magical going on. And I was speaking to something about the ovaries and she's like, oh, even just you talking about them, even me talking about all of this is starting to activate these places inside of you. So I just wanna acknowledge that first. Uh, I really enjoy rubbing the palms of the hands together because this activates the heart at the palm of the hands. So activating the palms of the hands. And then uh, for men and women, for all, just gently cupping. So I'll bring this down here so you can see better. So gently cupping, like, your here's the pelvis, so mm-hmm. here's your hip bones, and I'm just going to cup this whole area. And then almost, like, let the fullness of your belly, if you have a little belly, let hold the pooch, basically. Okay. It's kind of, If you don't have a pooch, pretend. Pooch is <laughs> being held, okay. Pooch is being held. And then just take some deep breaths all the way down. And you might even find that you're, like, right now that – Uh, depends on how long your torso is, but I can like almost touch over my clitoris. So I can touch like the mound of the um, yoni, the mound of the vagina. It's called the Mons pubis, the mound of Venus actually. And you're kind of cupping over the pubic hair too, and then just breathing. And as your eyes are closed, just seeing if you can bring the gaze all the way down inside your body to the center. And taking just some nice deep breaths. And one of the things that the pelvis enjoys because we do tend to get stuck in our heads is to make sounds. So when we like exhale through the mouth, we actually like do a vibration. And that vibration is actually um, starting to massage and clear where there's been contraction. So it's almost like, um, you're like going, it's like you're drumming, but inside of yourself mm-hmm. actually like clearing the channels where there has been contraction. So, um, I'll sound really weird if I do it here, but, um, you want to like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: like try to get your, um, I can feel it. I
0: can feel it kind of vibrating. then.
1: Yes, Yeah. exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So try to get that tone down there. Hmm. As you're doing that keep going I want you to just play with your pelvis a little bit so you might want to tilt your pelvis forward almost like if you have a vagina you're pressing your lips into the chair or into the earth and you can roll it back a little bit you can go from side to side so all of this is gonna to start to wake up this
0: area oh come on oh my god I feel a little bit nauseous like more than usual that's normal
1: right that's totally normal and then if you feel nauseous, so there's a plane of connection um, where the cervix is uh, connected to the throat. Yeah, I feel it. Like- and so you can, <sighs> sometimes I've actually vomited. And we'll, we have a practice that sometimes when we got to clear stuff, uh, just because we haven't connected to this place before, mm-hmm. sometimes we do have to like, <sighs> and I'll like, I will actually vomit. I don't, I'm not recommending to vomit, Like, don't force it. But like the, uh, like when there's a lot of tension being held in the cervix, I notice that like, I actually have to throw up to get the energy
0: out. I'm not going to throw so, up on this video, but yeah, I told Don't totally... <laughs> throw up on the video.
1: And then as you're doing it also, so um, you can kind of soften the sound and just bring the breath. Like once it's activated down there, just bringing the breath. And sometimes there's like a burping that wants to happen or a belching, all of that is, is totally welcome. Good, and then now we wanna imagine that you're just anchoring. So for men, you wanna um, anchor underneath your scrotums or at your perineum. So on the back side of the testicles between your anus and your genitals, we wanna like anchor this energy down into the earth. For women, we wanna imagine that you have this root of the uterus, even if you don't know what that means, and we're just like anchoring it down into the earth. So you can almost even press your hips down like you're trying to just anchor down and then you root to rise. So you anchor down and you lift up. Good. And then we can send a grounding cord from each ovary and from the uterus straight into the center of the earth. So you can imagine that they're like roots of the tree going down into the earth. And we're just grounding our womb space, our ovaries into the earth. And one of the healing things that I do in my work, and I'll just um, give you a glimpse into it, and then you can do this on your own. And then if you remind me, love, I have a a womb meditation that's for both men and women um, that you guys, that y'all can do. uh, That's free. It's on SoundCloud. So you can just send that grounding cord in. And if you can't imagine it, just um, see if you can feel it. And then what we do is we actually can just like turn it on drain, like as if you were just turning on the faucet okay. and you're just letting the ovaries, letting all the, basically all the tension go. And as you're letting the tension go, you can let go. You can, um, not let, you can dissolve this crystalline matrixes that get wrapped around our organs all of the narrative that gets caught here, the denied, the unowned. And the beautiful thing about Mother Earth is that she is a great transmuter. So as we're sending this down into the earth, she's just taking it in as compost. So we just thank Mother Earth for that. And just letting it drain. And almost as if you're letting your whole body soften And for men, you can also really focus on the testicles and the penis and really let any tension there, any shame there, to just drain to the earth. There can be so much embarrassment that we have around our sex, around our organs, around sex, around how we smell, how we perform. You can just let all of that drain to the earth for right now in this moment. And I'm going more quickly than I normally would like in a session or something, but we can also just drain the tension that's held in each ovary by bringing our breath there and then sending it through this grounding cord to the earth. For women, sometimes there's armoring around the whole of the sex, around the opening, the labia, the clitoris, the G-spot. Just letting it all drain. And if you can't connect to your sex, you can squeeze it a little bit and then let it go, almost like you're pushing it out. Good. And you can squeeze a little bit and push it out. Good. And you might want to move the hips a little bit. If your feet are on the earth, I recommend kind of like stomping your feet onto the ground. This helps to open the channel. And if you're really feeling stagnation here, you can tap the knees together this will open up the yin channel to our yoni to our sex organs tapping the feet on the earth and then if you feel like you need to shake it out wiggle Uh move. good and then just knowing that you can keep this going for a few moments as we continue to talk
0: Oh, that was a... Keeping it on release. I think a lot of people might do this hoping that they're going to feel like super like happy and light and energetic. But to be perfectly honest, maybe like on the video, it's going to show like I was in a lot of discomfort. Yeah. Yeah. It's sort of like spring
1: cleaning and going through all your shit. It's an emotionally uncomfortable sometimes to be like getting rid of stuff. Healing is not always pretty. And the beautiful thing is that the result, once we're really continually clearing, 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 and coming back. So whenever we clear, whenever we release something, we need to call ourselves fully back. So let's do that. So I want you to just close your eyes, everyone, and just exhale. Good. And you might want to sweep down your belly. You might want to sweep down your legs. Just see what feels good. 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 And we're going to just take a moment to turn that faucet off of release. Good. And dissolve those grounding cords from the ovaries and from the uterus all the way to the earth from the sex organs all the way to the earth. Dissolve that. Good. And now I want you to imagine a beautiful golden light. And this golden light is calibrated to your truest essence. And I want you to feel if you could connect to like the feeling of your truest essence. And plant that seed of light right in the center of your pelvis for men at the hara, for women in the womb space. For those that identify as women without a womb, go ahead and imagine the womb space. And let the seed of light be filled and illuminate the womb space with each breath. So let's take five full breaths, and the whole of the pelvis, the whole of the sex organs will be illuminated with this golden light. And then let's just take a moment to breathe all the way up to the heart. So our breasts, as women, are our yang organ to our yin organ of the pussy. So we wanna breathe into our hearts. We wanna connect the the womb space, the hara, with the heart. But in Taoism and Tao Shamanism, they bring a little smile to the face. So they say that this inner smile cultivates a light and lightness within. Good. Good. And then you might want to just stir it up a little bit, like let your body move. It, and if there's a practice that you have to just really center yourself, go ahead and do so now.
0: Yeah, yeah what are you noticing now, though? That was physically pretty intense. Yeah. And also there was a point where, I don't know, I felt kind of teary eyed. Yeah. And I'm guessing that a lot of people, when they go through this, they're going to feel that teary eyed, yeah. sort of like this emotion Yeah. spring up.
1: Yeah. The kidneys in Chinese medicine and Taoism, they govern the sex organs. And so it's the water element and it is an emotional place and the most beautiful most important piece is that we allow that whatever
0: we feel to just be felt this is similar-ish to some magical meditations that i've done where you're drawing up earth energy but then you're also drawing down celestial energy and mixing it together yes but for this i'm focusing on grounding myself anchoring myself through my womb whereas usually it was just the central channel totally new sensation especially because i had already physically felt that area I'm, I'm almost thinking this is going to be a very powerful magical practice because i'm so in touch with my body right now i can feel like my heart it's like feels a certain way and like my pussy it, like you know because i was concentrating a lot. there's yeah. like a certain throbbing there's a certain energy that i have over there and it's not like a sexual throbbing it's almost more like when you like physically touch something like this to your arm and then you let go there's a throbbing there mm-hmm. so it feels kind mm-hmm. of like that yeah. um there's definitely still that sense like right here of a little bit of nausea yeah it feels extra yeah <laughs> extra grounded extra nauseous extra uncomfortable extra throbby extra kind of like glowy here just extra
1: and so many of the practices from all that I've studied, even the earth-centered practices, like they somehow we're still missing the body. Yeah. And what I've come to see because I'm, I'm a body magician, you know, and what I see on the table is how disconnected we are from feeling, from just coming into just what's happening right now. And sometimes when we come in after being wherever we are, usually it's not fucking comfortable. It's I get nauseous. I get like, you know, want to throw up. We want we're like, oh, this is uncomfortable here, which is why usually we go somewhere else. But even though I
0: feel physically uncomfortable, I don't feel if I keep going on this path, I'm going to have like a psychological breakdown feeling. I don't feel that. Yeah. Yes, it's yeah, a good discomfort that feels more like maybe because it's there's a grounding to it. Yeah. So it's not an unsafe discomfort if that makes sense exactly yes that's beautiful and i have a feeling if there wasn't that physical grounding with you know the womb or that energetic womb connected to earth and just touching it and stuff and i was all here then i think maybe that could be really scary but because there's that grounding here it doesn't feel it doesn't feel as anxious as i would expect Mm -hmm. discomfort to feel so the first keys when you're doing this work for
1: yourself is to make sure that you connect to the organs, right? The sex organs, all of them inclusive, breathing into the pelvis, and then for if you're working with the physical or spiritual aspects of the womb, you're grounding the ovaries and you're grounding the uterus down into the earth, and then you can drain that energy and then what's important is always to give thanks to the earth. Or taking that and then we always want to seal that off like let the chords dissolve and then we want to always fill back up with our true essence so whenever we let go we always want to fill up and then I usually do a practice where you then connect to the earth and connect to the heavenly celestial realms and then kind of like breathe and let them dance inside of your body and then there's something that's coming through here is like also if you really feel like you want to do this on another level one of the things that i love to do is a water ceremony where you get into Mm. the bathtub and you fill it up and you stir in like your intentions you might have um oils that you put in you might put in Mm. like plant like actual like rosemary is a wonderful plant for this kind of work you might put in some ginger um, and you really just like apple cider vinegar might be in there i like to do baking soda and salt And so just really stir in the water, activate it, activate it, get in the tub and like bathe yourself, you know? And then when you're ready to do the draining, you let the drain go and you lay in there the entire time until all of the water has completely drained out of the tub. And then when you're ready to call yourself fully in, you just do a quick rinse in the shower. And that, because it gives your body this tangible like feeling and it's almost like the water and the spirit of the water is like working you and that drain. It's rare that we get that feeling like actually on our skin of like that kind of sucking, draining quality. And that's one of my favorite practices to do with the, this
0: kind of clearing ceremony. A lot of magical people, especially um, people who do occupy marginal spaces, have problems with boundaries and problems with refilling themselves up with the true essence, you know, like it's like just a lot of um, almost in a way depletion and a lot of their energy being taken. And isn't that a lot of what's being discussed right now of the lack of boundaries of feeling as though we're violated of having those boundaries overstepped and also of maybe feeling like we had to give it away.
1: We often give until we give out and that's actually part of why I had to do my Siddhartha, let go of my life because seeing that many clients, I didn't actually have my own life. I worked all the time. I devoted everything to everybody else. I wouldn't eat because I would be, and somebody needed me in a session. So I was like in this like devotion and how beautiful is that? But in the end it was like, nobody actually cared when I needed something, nobody was there. And it was like, fuck, wait a minute. (laughs) Hey, you know. And so although, yes, I was getting paid, it's still uh, that's that's just like the side effect of it. It still didn't feel like an appropriate energy exchange. So now when it's like looking at our relationships and looking at our boundaries, one of the biggest things is like checking in with ourselves and saying what feels good or not. Is this an actual true yes for me? And I noticed that in the past I've said yes because I didn't want to suffer the consequences of saying no. Hmm. Boundaries and filling ourselves up, we forget what we feel like. And empathic people, I like to use the metaphor of like, we typically, let's say you're blue and I'm red and then empaths when they hang out, they become purple. Both of them Hmm. are purple. And then they go home and they're both purple but they think that they're blue and they think that they're red. And what happens is that when we absorb other people's energies, they amplify our own shit. It doesn't give us new shit. It amplifies our stuff. And it becomes to a place of overwhelm. It comes to a place of exhaustion where we can't manage it because we are meant to run and manage our own energy just fine. And so that place of like, what is my personal boundary? What is my yes? Yes. And where am I making unconscious agreements with others, conscious or unconscious agreements with others to take on something that isn't mine? And that's a huge also part of the womb work because women, what we, we typically do, the sacred feminine typically does take on more because on an, um, some sort of level, we are the mothers. I did an interview with this woman um, on the wheel of consent and it's a school body of work that's actually really, really, really powerful for learning how to relate with yourself and with others when it comes to boundaries. And they talk about the shadow sides of it, and they talk about the like the dark side and the light sides of our typical behaviors. And I feel like if we can start as humanity getting more understanding of what's happening in those interdynamics when we're relating, then we are more able to stay connected to ourself. And it's okay to be self-centered, actually. (laughs) Self-centered. One of my teachers will call it, it's your self-centering practice when you massage your womb. And you want to do it every day because you want to be centered every day. I actually was on a podcast not too long ago, and I think I kind of went a little off, but I'm like, can we stop marketing to people's voids? But I never can say like, come to a session with me and I will blah, blah, blah. I have no fucking idea. You can come. It'll be amazing. Uh, if you let it be or how you show up or, you know, like I can't, I can't promise you anything like that's not how it works. And it's important to me that we also do our own work. And as space holders, as healers, I don't even like to use that word. I call myself a facilitator cause that's really like what it is. And, um, I facilitate the healing and transformation but you really do all the work. You know, I might hold the space for it. The more that you do your work, the more that you own your stuff. The more that you soften around all those contractions within, the more that we like come into the remembrance that of togetherness rather than the illusion of separation. The deeper you go inside of yourself, the greater capacity you have to hold space for others. And what happens right now is that there are a lot of youngsters that are jumping in and then like going to hold space, but they're not ready yet. And that can actually cause just from a witchy like spell, that can actually cause damage to open up a portal, right. And not know how to manage it, to not know what to do with that. It can be a danger zone. And especially with the womb work, It's really important to me because even just now in this, like, conversation, you felt all this stuff. Yeah. Imagine being in a class with somebody who doesn't know how to manage that. And, like, there's so—so it's just important to me that we are just
0: in that right relationship. You know, like, that that line that Kate Winslet had in, like, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Too many guys think of a concept or I complete them or I'm going to make them alive— I'm just a fucked up girl who's looking for my own
1: peace of mind. Don't assign me yours. One of the roles that I take in as a teacher is um, I don't do power dynamics. I don't play into them. I will not be put on a pedestal because if I'm put on a pedestal, I will only have down worry to go. And then in order for you to put me on a pedestal, you have to minimize yourself. I'm like, we're all fucking in it together, baby. I am just as fucked up as the next person. I just happen to have some wisdom on this conversation. You know, I'm totally human-y or peoply or whatever. Like people are so peoply. One of my friends says, I'm totally peoply. Like I'm still learning how to be like a normal, like honestly, just like being normal is new to me. I also know this about myself. I tend to be too honest. And by being too honest, what I've seen in that, because I like to experiment, by being too honest, people then actually um, put themselves above you. Because if I say like, all of the things that I've experienced, somebody might be like, seriously, like, and you're good at what you do. (laughs) (sighs) Like, how can you be good at what you do and be that fucked up? You know (laughs) what I mean? So there is a, there is a balance. And what I really want us to do as like leaders out there is like neutralize that fucking playing field by showing the reality of life. Like it's not all fucking pretty Instagram pictures, but the thing is, is that humanity where we are right now, we like to be manipulated We like to be manipulated through marketing. Don't fucking bullshit. We all do. Ooh, look, I can buy that and then I'll have nice lashes. I can buy that and then I'll have this. I can get this and then I'll have that. I can take this class and then I'm going to learn
0: how to manifest and have my house by the ocean too. Like that's like sort of like my weakness. So it's like all these other isms, sexism, racism, all that stuff. Like it's really a lot easier for me to be aware of it capitalism internalized capitalism yeah that is hard for me this idea that i'm of no service unless i'm productive 24 7 that this energy exchange that i give i need to over give you know and not mm-hmm. just like 51 percent, and then the other person gives 49 we're talking like 99 percent, and then you know like they give 1 how do you be spiritually true and authentic and have real glamour but at the same time still be in this world because this -hmm. world isn't going away anytime soon. So I almost feel as though getting in touch with your womb, getting in touch with your, just the wisdom of the womb, that is a a method to getting away from this inner capitalism because the womb is everything that I think capitalism or internalized capitalism is not.
1: Exactly.
0: A friend, um, he was telling me that one of the most ultimate martial strategies, like the ultimate yin energy, and this is considered like one of the most fearsome war activities that you can do. It's not going out and slaughtering your enemies. What you do, in fact, is you sit by a river in contemplation. And then you let enough time pass by, and the river runs red and the bodies of your enemies and the blood starts to flow by you. You haven't raised a sword. You haven't stabbed anybody, killed anybody. And yet your energy, your intensity, your contemplation has caused the destruction of your enemies to pass by you. And wow. There are cultures that absolutely recognize that yin energy, that's where it's at.
1: Yeah, we need the container,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but the container needs the essence. And right now the healing world, the witchy world that's being presented, we'll just say like the, what did you put like the Gwyneth Paltrow, yeah. spiritualism, <laughs> the glue, um, uh, that is missing the essence. And that's just what happens also, you know, when things get popular, it's like now everybody should take turmeric. Well, turmeric isn't a plant that should be used for everybody. Like lavender isn't for everyone. Kava isn't for everyone. What, you know, like, we have this thing where it's just like, this is it. This is the new thing, but it's how we're thinking about it. It's not how it works. Yes. Every person has their own picture inside. their. Every plant has its own picture. we got to find the right ones that match your thing, your energetic groove. And so it's like we start to miss the
0: essence. We miss the true teachings. I wonder if aligning to our true will... Maybe we can even say it's aligning the womb, aligning to our womb, aligning to our center, our true center. Yeah. That energetic womb. The
1: true center. Yeah. And it's a lifetime process. I mean, I've been doing this work for a very long time and I'm still learning
0: from the experience. This has been such an amazing conversation. I really thought that we'd be focused on the womb, but what you know, basically your presence has transmitted to me, if I can use that vocabulary, Mm -hmm. is that healing the womb is holistically healing your life. Here we are talking about how aligning to the true will, as what Crowley, white dude says, may actually be aligning, literally aligning your womb, your energetic center.
1: I was trying to describe like why it's still hard for me to describe like why I created the school called Wise Moon Medicine Path, but I actually have to give like a diagram that we're working on. That's like, actually it's a holistic system of medicine and the womb is just like the totem basically of it. And, but it's a whole system of medicine. It's interrelated. It's how we are. It's like how to be a human and how to be in right relationship with yourself and with your superpowers and work on, you know, and clear and how to do it all in a way that actually works, not in the like, fluffy, capitalist of like new agey, whatever, surface. Where can people find you online? So my loves, you can go to naomilove.org and or com. And
0: you mentioned there's an apprenticeship program. You're going to be doing yeah. a um, teaching, teaching tour. tour.
1: Yeah. yeah. I have my teaching tour in the U.S. Next year, I want to go to Europe. So we'll see about that. We have the online, the Lunar Womb Temple. That one is right now uh, focused for women. Uh, and, um, and then we have, and that's an online, like self-paced, uh, beautiful, like it's basically like having sessions with me. It's just on the video and me teaching you specific practices that we teach in this work and how to do your womb massage and all of that stuff is in there as well. And then uh, the apprenticeship programs, And then I'm actually wanting to create right now a mentorship portal and that's for people who are in this realm of working with women or working in the health and healing industry who need support, who need to have like a guide who's been fucking doing it a long time and has a lot of experience in seeing clients and working with them. So for people who are practitioners and like working with groups or facilitating that uh, to do like talking circle basically to support that. So.
0: Yeah, and then we have an, a, a, a womb apothecary. I will put all the links down below. I really hope that you guys are able to look at everything that she offers. Thank you so much for talking with me. I mean, I'm so excited. Thanks to Liv for
1: yeah. telling me about you. And thanks to you. This was really amazing.
0: Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening to the Witches & Wine audio experience. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider supporting me on Patreon. You can choose between a few membership tiers, they're super affordable and flexible. Your membership helps me continue making videos, podcasts, articles, lots of different things about all the sweet witchy stuff. Links are in the show notes. Also, don't forget to go on iTunes and give this a five-star rating. Each five-star rating helps rank this podcast higher in searches, so that as many witches can find and enjoy these episodes as well. Until next time, this is Chawan, signing off.